I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Good. I just ate a donut. Mm. Well, half of a donut. I had some bites of a donut. It was really good. <laughs> Small town bakeries, baby. Mm. Kind of fits into our uh, book. Oh yeah, that Hallmark vibe. Yeah, mm. all heart, all hall, all. I can't even say all it. hall, no mark. Exactly. Donuts. Donuts. Yum. Yum. Bum. Remember that time Justin said smile like a donut, oh, and we didn't God. know what it meant. Well, I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> Yikes. I know what it means now. Now we all know. <laughs> now we all know. Noise. So what are you reading? What are you doing? Did you okay. pick up a book yet? I'm, okay. Oh, Station Eleven. I'm finishing Station Eleven. Literally, I have like 10 pages left. Why wouldn't you just finish it? Well, well, I was reading it before you came. Oh, it's my fault. <sighs> no, uh, no, 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 no. You no. should have said, One 10 time. minutes, please. <laughs> Ta- 10 minutes. I need 10 minutes. I'm just going to stand in my house and read hold that thought i need to finish this. okay <laughs> okay um then? i've just been so lazy being like living my lazy life you're literally allowed to but now you can be lazy life hammock, hammock. <gasps> yes. with the book yes there's nothing better than a book in a hammock it was pretty awesome yesterday i was just reading in the afternoon and do, have you tried sitting sideways on it like yes. a swing yeah. that's my favorite i like it too but then my ends of my legs go numb well, you can sit sort of like parallel sideways oh, okay. so you can stretch out, but it doesn't hold, totally oh, green bean you. Okay, okay, okay. That's how I get like, okay, okay. sometimes it really green beans you. Yes. And then you're like, <laughs> too claustrophobic? Yeah, I don't like that. Oh, I was like, 
Don't bug me. I want to know what it looks like. Oh, I can show you. In a green bean. I can show you. <laughs> Love it. Oh, what a being in a green bean or actually. No, in the hammock. Oh, okay. I, I'll show you. Well, I did. And then I was like, wait a second. Are you talking about actually being a pea in yeah, a pod? Yeah, like I want to like honey, the shrunk the, honey, I shrunk the kids and know what it's like inside a green bean. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Probably be like a water slide with Woo. obstacles in the way. <laughs> Beans. Beans. But you could just eat through them. Okay, this is bizarre. Okay, this is weirdo. <laughs> Are you listening to anything? Okay, I've been consuming a lot of content, mm-hmm. just not books. Mm-hmm. I've been listening to the new Keith Morrison podcast. Is it out? You sent it to me, but yeah. there's no episode. Oh, there's two now. Oh, the Seduction. Yes. Is it good? It's good, obviously, because Keith, Keith Morrison. Morrison. I'm listening to a thing on Crave, but it's through HBO and it's not, it's in a foreign language. But remember that's, uh, so yeah, I'm just reading. Okay. It's a subtable, subtitle, subtables. Um, uh, It's called The Investigation and it's about, remember that killer guy who had the submarine and he killed the journalist? Oh yeah! It's about that. That was fucked. Yeah, it's a docu-series on that. So, in what language? Yeah, they're Swedish. So it's like the Denmark police got you investigation people interesting mm-hmm. that's pretty cool did you watch that um stay sweet no that one about the lds church no i watched no. it yeah it was fucked it was fucked up just as you expect the worst part what i didn't realize though was that the bef- uh so when it was like first kind of started, it was sort of, it was culty, but it was mm-hmm. very religion based right. and it didn't take that really awful turn. Mm-hmm. I mean, polygamy, <laughs> but like it got worse right. when the, the main guy died and then his son oh, took over and that's right. when shit hit the fan that's and got really bad. Got real Like weird. underage wives and stuff. That's Ooh. when it got real bad. Yikes. So I feel like if that guy hadn't died, they could have just carried on. Right. You know what I mean? But then the young guy came in and just like fucked shit up. Being, bringing his pedophile ways. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just decided that like everybody should be a pedophile though. Oh. Yeah. Because they, he like chose the marriages. So he would just choose like 13 year old girls to give to people so they can have babies. Ugh. Yeah. Super fucked. I hate that. Yep. Oh God. Yes. That's awful. But it was a good documentary. Yeah. Because some of the some of the women are out okay right, right. so they're telling their, their story yeah. it's per- firsthand yeah. Uh, yeah i would probably good. enjoy that and it was well done too yeah 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 i watched that and then i finished my book that i was reading her mm-hmm. final words mm-hmm. i finished it yeah it was okay it was okay meh it was just okay yeah i i read it like yeah. i finished yeah. it but it wasn't groundbreaking the twist was a little meh to be desired yeah lacking yeah it's just, do you know, this has happened with me for, with a few books, particularly with thrillers. They're either like amazing mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the ending kind of comes and you're reading it and you're thinking like, this can actually be the ending, right. but you know, it's the it ending because the there's like 20 Five minutes pages. left. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're just like, this is it. This like, is this is the exciting part. Uh, yeah. It's just kind of like, mm-hmm. but you know, Meh. it is what it is. Have Could've you picked been up something else Could've been in worse. the meantime? No, not yet. Not yet? I've I've been having a little bit of a new book crisis, oh, a crisis, yes. a crisis. Yeah, I hear you. I, don't I hear know. you. Yeah. Um, but we picked our July book. Yeah, hell yeah, we did. What is it? The last thing he told me by Laura Dave. Sick. So we'll read that yeah. next month. I think it sounds like a 
popular book right now. Sounds yeah. good. Yeah. I did start reading it oh. a while back and stopped. But honestly, it was probably just because I wasn't in the like mood? feeling that. Okay, yeah. Okay. Hopefully yeah. it's not bad. It's got such okay. good reviews. Okay. There's no way that it's going to be bad. <laughs> also, if you need something to make your mind spiral and question your existence, I highly recommend the show. We're all gonna die, even Jay Baruchel. Is it by Jay Baruchel? He's yes. Is it a ske- like? Is it a comedy show? Well, there's dark humor in it. Yes. Oh, is yes. it like a like? Sorry, I meant to say, is it like a stand up? Like a no, it's not stand up. It's um like a is it called a docu series? Like a mini series yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like him going around to experts in the field, but it's all obviously Canadian because we're in Canada and he's Canadian as well. That sounds sick. So it's speaking with experts in their field about the ways that the earth could end just like that. Oh my God. Uh, And you liked it? Okay. I watched it really stoned, (laughs) but it was amazing. I loved it. Okay. Yeah. Did it it make you feel better? Uh, no. No. (laughs) No. In fact, it made me feel about a hundred times worse. No, but it makes, like, puts things in perspective. True. All right. I don't know. All right. Facing your mortality is quite interesting. Yes. I agree. So. Would you want to know when you were going to die or how you were going Mm, to die? Neither, I don't think. You had to pick one. Oh, I had to pick one? Yeah. Uh, How, I think. No, I would want to know when. Oh, okay. I feel like if it was how, I would just avoid doing that thing forever. Oh. Like, if they're like, you're going to die in a car accident, I'd just be like, well, it looks like I don't drive anymore. Well, I guess you'd have to become a hermit. Yeah, I'd be like, it looks like I walk everywhere. But you could still get hit by a car in a car accident. But uh, I don't think that would technically be called a car accident. I oh. think that would be called, like, a hit and run. Oh, okay. On my, like, they wouldn't, the cause of death wouldn't be... A car accident? Car accident. Okay. If I was walking? Okay. Right. Or what if it was something stupid, like, you're going to die on a roller coaster, and then you'd be like, perfect. Oh, okay. I'll never be on it. Unless it was more general, like, they were like, asphyxiation. Asphyxiation. I would, I would say maybe that would probably be. And then you'd be like, well, it looks well, like I stopped breathing. Yep. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I would like to know when I'm going to die. That would be fun. I don't think that I'd like to know, because I think that would cause me more anxiety if I just live my day-to-day life in the best positive way I can yeah and already accepting of the fact that I'm going to die eventually at some point and it could be literally right now because I have an aneurysm or like in my sleep when I'm 105 years old yeah I just I just think it would be cool to like know when you're gonna die and then the day before you could be like party you fuck you you're a piece of shit like um that move that book which one? The um, We're Gonna Die book. Oh, yeah. They yeah. both die at the yeah, end. They both die at the end yes. book. Yeah. Oh, full circle. Full mm-hmm. circle. Um, I got a doormat for my house today, mm-hmm. and it says, shut the front door. <laughs> I love that for you. That's awesome. <laughs> shut the front door. Shut the front door. Shut yeah. the front door. That was a good one. All right. Should we start talking about this book? Yeah. Do we have any babes? Yeah. Bethany. Hey. What up? Welcome to the jungle hell yeah there's fun and games here (laughs) okay so many games so many games 20 games 20 i don't know man oh boy (laughs) 20 board games no that's too many i can't even name 20 board games all right let's start okay okay monopoly sorry operation 
taboo cards against humanity apples to apples life trouble trouble Candyland. Candyland. Scrabble. Scrabble. That's ten. We did it. Well, we said twenty, but oh, did just, I say twenty? Yeah. Well, shit. Okay, I'm not gonna do <laughs> just double that. Just uh, times two. <laughs> All right. Well, should we talk about yeah, the main let's, event? Let's talk about this. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Five okay. people are here. We're finishing up. Uh, book lovers yeah Aww. okay i like i like this book. it was it yes it was a good in the end yeah it was a good in the end yeah okay so we are starting off with charlie and nora and they're chatting it up and he's telling her to stay and She's telling him that she just needs one reason to stay. Oh, did they just do it? Yes. Yeah, yeah they just finished doing it. They got Sorry. The sex on? Yeah. 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 <laughs> so they're all like in love and stuff because yeah. they just did it. They're pre. What do you call that? Pre. Collatal? Coital? Coital? Post coital. Poist. Poist. Poist Malone. Poist, poist Malone. Poist <laughs> Malone. Post. What is it called? Post. Post coital chatting? Po, po, post coital pillow talk. talk. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> talk me. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Um, okay, so she's telling him that she can't really be disappointed in him. And they, like, anyways, it's very lovey-dovey. They are obviously in love. Mm-hmm. Um, she starts explaining why it would be so hard Um why it's so hard for her to be so free and open Mm -hmm. and she explains that she was with jacob the night that her mom passed away (gasps) and that her phone had died he um but she was so swept away and just totally uninhibited by anything when she was with him that she didn't even charge her phone until after they had breakfast that morning once she got her phone charged, um, she had seen that Libby had been trying to call her for four hours. It explains so much. Yes, it does. Yes. So much and about that, like yeah. her and Libby's dynamic mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. her mom dying. And exactly. It so much. So obviously Libby had been at the hospital by herself for hours. Yeah. And she was like 16 or something. Yes. God, exactly. <laughs> um, so. Did it ever say how she died? No, I don't think it did. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Because I was wondering about that mm-hmm. at the end. 
Um, obviously, Charlie is soothing her. She was explaining that Libby couldn't sleep for months because she was too scared that she wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she explains that um, Jacob was there during that time, but shortly after he did leave for Wyoming and the writing gig there. Um and they had tried to do long distance and she visited him. But when she got there, she could feel that things had changed be- between them. And she woke up in a panic. Um, he thought that she was having a heart attack. So she was rushed to the hospital. She turns out, obviously, mm-hmm. panic. Mm-hmm. Um, and after she left, he told her or once she was leaving, she told he told her he was staying. Mm hmm. Um, and then shortly after that, he tells her that he's met somebody. Mm. Yeah. I, I understand, especially because they're kind of young, like they're mm-hmm. 20 or something. Yeah. But it's so fucked. Like yeah. having lost my mom and having Marty mm. like be there for me. Yeah. I couldn't imagine the opposite. Right. Like I can't imagine it, but it right. would be so terrible. Like, yeah. Imagine losing your mom and mm-hmm. now she's lost this great love of mm-hmm. hers. Like because he left yeah yeah i don't know so i can kind of see why she's kind of yeah why it's kind of fucked her up yeah and she has some trouble sleeping yeah i can understand (laughs) so and doesn't trust men and chooses like shit men yeah men that she can feel like she can just like come and go yeah exactly as she pleases and like oh well you don't match my criteria so exactly exactly they're disposable yeah exactly like disposable men yes um it's clear that she's falling in love with charlie and she knows that as well um and then fast forward to the next day libby and her spend the morning together um and libby tells nora to go for him and um she's wondering how she can give it all up but she realizes she can for love um shortly in in the afternoon Ch- Libby's children and Brendan arrive Cute! and sh- Nora's feeling at ease because she can see that everything's gonna be okay yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right so they're in town it's cute mm-hmm. Brendan and Libby seem good mm-hmm. and like everything seems good so Nora's like okay okay mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. Um, suspicious still susp- though of course she is yeah because what the fuck what was why going did she on? need a divorce divorce yeah. lawyer uh-huh so Libby chooses a restaurant in downtown Asheville that is cool and chic. Um, she's like, doesn't this feel like we're in New York? And Nora's like, yeah, but no. <laughs> Close, but no cigar. <laughs> Which is funny. Um, she texts, she realizes how much she loves New York. And she texts Charlie and she asks him what the weirdest thing that he misses most about the city is. We have a visitor. Here's some tippy tappies. We have some featurings today. Ruby yeah, some and Brandy. So. But Brandy's being a quiet girl. Come on. Come in. in. So she asks him that, oh. and he tells her that it's like the mariachi bands on the subway, which is funny. Um, they kind of go back and forth about what they love about New York, but. <laughs> Ruby! None of that. Sorry, I got no. her spot. She's Sorry, like, everybody. She's like, this is the best. This is the best. Um. Nora feels like she's spent 10 years avoiding all of the feelings that she's having right now. Essentially, the good feelings Mm -hmm. that she's having right now. Um, Libby tells Nora that she's got a surprise for her tomorrow afternoon. Trace, surprise. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) And 
Brendan Brendan kind of looks sheepish. Like maybe Nora might not really love the surprise, mm-hmm. but Nora also like knows Libby, so mm-hmm. she's like just ha- wants to make her happy. Mm-hmm. And then Nora is again reminded of her of the editing job that she had been sort of offered to interview for. Okay, so it's the next day. Libby has blindfolded Nora and guides her to the surprise. She takes off the blindfold. They are in a house. <laughs> Libby starts showing Nora around. There's no context for this no, house either. No, no. Um, she finally asks Nora, like, what do you think? And Nora's like, what? And that's when she realizes everything that is happening and that <sighs> Libby wants this, like, wants to live in this house and live in Sunshine Falls and... Uh, suddenly everything makes sense forever and ever amen forever and ever amen not just a cottage no um she tells libby that she can't live somewhere like some sunshine falls and that she needs to be in new york essentially she's projecting her own feelings onto libby um and libby tells Nora that Brandon has gotten a new job in Asheville and that that's their house and okay bye sorry it's a done deal (laughs) see you never bye uh yeah it this is really conflicting for Nora because she feels like Libby is leaving both her and her mother mother because there's so much of their Mm -hmm. mother in New York although it does feel like from last week how Libby and Nora had very different visions of Mm -hmm. their mother Mm -hmm. so Obviously, Nora has romanticized it, which is probably why she has, like, such a strong sentimental connection to New York, right? right? Yeah. And Libby doesn't. Mm -mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um... That's okay. She's just doing an explore. Everybody can deal with it because it's our podcast. Okay, and not okay, theirs. okay, okay. I just don't want to annoy people. Well, we got cute dogs. We can't help sometimes it. They're cute. They're sorry, they're cute. Okay. So now she realizes that this is what Brandon kept checking in about waiting to see if Libby had told her mm. not being like we're getting divorced being like do you know yet uh-huh. um Nora feels like Libby is leaving her she knew about the move like Libby knew about the move before they came and she bought the house without telling Nora and mm-hmm. no this is too much so no, she leaves yeah. she's like I got to go I would feel I think I'd feel like Nora I feel a little betrayed being little like betrayed. why couldn't you tell me like this is so big. Yeah. yeah. But then again, like, this is, like, kind of case in point, and I've seen this situation play mm-hmm. out before, but it's, she was afraid to tell her because she yeah. would react just like this. Yes, exactly. Right? I can understand why people would be afraid. Yeah. I can see both sides of the coin. Exactly. Just, I personally, I think I just want to know so that I can start processing. Yeah. Yeah. But also, I probably wouldn't treat anybody like that. I'd just be like, okay, and then I'm like, go and cry myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. <laughs> okay, so anyway, Nora okay. leaves. She's got to go. Um, she's feeling like she doesn't know where home is anymore, and also she's feeling betrayed by Libby. She finds herself at Good Books, classic, to see Charlie. She tells him that Libby is moving here, and she essentially falls apart finally. Um she says that she's all alone and charlie says i've got you nora and he just holds her while she cries oh my god that's cute um this um a display of emotion is really like making nora 
question her own self like it's almost like she's now spiraling down on her own feelings mm-hmm. um she's, well the yes the pandora's box has been opened it has and the dam is open yes and it's yes. not closing no um so she feels like she can see herself for what she really is quote unquote she's weak helpless and fucking scared um she's going to lose everything and she can't stop crying um finally the tears dry up literally she has none left to give she's realizing that Libby leaving is obviously very different from any of her exes, friends, or work colleagues because in the end, she still had Libby there Mm -hmm. in New York with her. And Libby and the city is all she has left of her mom. So she's very just, I think she just feels so alone. Yeah. Um, She confides in charlie that everything i tried to build for her was not enough so she's feeling like she's not enough obviously charlie's comforting her and explains to to nora that for 15 years that he has been back here in sunshine falls as little as possible Mm -hmm. um because he can feels like he can never be himself when he's in sunshine falls and it feels almost claustrophobic to him um but that's all until she showed up and then he felt They're like he could love. breathe. Oh, they're in love. Oh, okay. show. He explains to her that there's nothing wrong with her, and that she he would never change anything about her, and that he's ne- and that she's never needed to change anything about herself. Oh. To me, you're perfect. Cute. And you know you are too, deep down, because she is a confident woman. Mm-hmm. But she's experiencing emotions mm-hmm. that she doesn't usually or she tries to just push or push away yeah emotions she does usually doesn't allow mm-hmm, exactly Ooh. so now she's kind of feeling a bit wishy-washy like oh i could stay and like try to appease everybody thinking that that's what's going to make her happy in mm-hmm. the end but charlie knows that she can't stay this is really sweet he says like it's time for you it's time for somebody to make sure that you have everything you need. So he's so going to be that for her. He's so cute. He is very adamant that she can't stay in mm-hmm. Sunshine Falls. Mm-hmm. Um, he says that if anybody can negotiate a happy ending, it's you. Um, and, then, and then Nora says, I heard it only cost $40 at the spa. <laughs> <laughs> I love that throwback or callback. <laughs> that was freaking good there's a good happy ending at the spa Mm -hmm. um they talk for hours and then they drift into sleep um which was really sweet i do i just love that Mm -hmm. the picture of people just chatting till they sleep um marty falls asleep so quickly that it's just me talking exactly to a wall (laughs) um charlie's hopeful that maybe they can figure something out um because he doubts he'll ever find anybody like Nora in the whole world that he likes as much as he loves Nora and then Nora's feeling I liked this um connection obviously book connection um she's feeling that last page ache like the end of a good book yeah yeah (laughs) yeah yeah okay when Nora comes back to the cottage Libby is waiting for her outside with a cup of cold coffee Mm -hmm. so she's been waiting for a little bit Mm -hmm. 
Libby apologizes to Nora. Nora asks when they started keeping secrets from each other. And Libby says, Nora, you always did. Like, you always kept secrets from me. So it's just that Libby hasn't kept secrets from Nora. Mm -hmm. An interesting little dynamic Mm -hmm. there. Mm -hmm. Libby says she brought Nora to Sunshine Falls um, because she she really was trying to win her over. Nora realizes the list was really a sales pitch. She had analyzed it to death, thinking it was like Libby trying to regain her independence or mm-hmm. like have her past life back, but it was really a sales pitch. And Libby was really hoping that Nora would follow her. Yeah. Um, Nora tells Libby about the editing job, and Libby knows that it's Nora's like dream job. So she's excited for her. Um, Nora is worried about failing at the editing job. But Libby says, which is one of my most favorite perspectives. So what? Yeah. Like, what are you, what's going to happen if you fail at that Mm -hmm. job? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, so what? Yeah. She's like, I've got a guest room and I'll take care of you like you always took care of me, which is so cute. (laughs) This book is so cute. It's so good. It's so good. It does such a good job of like making you just feel things, right? Without like cheese. Yeah. Um, Libby tells Nora it's time for them to just be sisters, Mm -hmm. which is a really smart observation on her part. Mm -hmm. She knows that Nora has been mothering her for the past 10 years. 10 years, Yeah. yeah. So it's it's kind of... She is regaining her independence, yes. but from Nora, mm-hmm. which is not something that Nora would have no. ever expected. No, no. So we find out that Nora and Libby have two and a half more months together in New York before Libby and family officially moves. And the girls all end up having a really lovely day together. And Nora wonders if it's more than possible to have more than one home. She's like, can you have more than one home? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. What's stopping her? So what? Yeah. (laughs) Um, It seems like everybody's on kind of like good terms now. Mm -hmm. People have chatted things out, obviously. Um, And later in the evening, Charlie comes calling for Nora with his wood. Hey, y'all. But he wants to go for a walk. Lumberjack. Chop, chop, chop. Yeah. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> um, Libby. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, geez. Why are we five-year-old boys? I don't know. <laughs> it's me. I'm the five-year-old boy. I can't help it. Um, Libby, tells, Libby tells Charlie that Nora's ready to go and, like, essentially pushes her out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie just says, we need to consider an alternate ending. And Nora's like, what the heck? We already submitted all our notes. Yes. We can't change the ending. Are you serious? Are you serious? And he says, not the book. Us, you dummy. Uh, yeah, Literally. idiot. You dummy. Oh. Sorry. Siri. You thought dummy. you were talking to her. You dummy. You dummy. <laughs> um, he proposes an idea that they can take turns visiting each other once a month and that she can come here for holidays and that they'll text, call, email as much as possible, essentially being in touch as much as possible. But he was still like, I know you'll be busy. Yes. So like, exactly. Like he was essentially being like, 
I'm not gonna be mm-hmm. I understand yeah. what you're up to but yeah. I still want you in my life mm-hmm. yes he's okay. adamant yeah but she is very like I already did long distance with Jacob I'm not interested mm-hmm. no we can't do that he is saying um we're different um we could make it through mm-hmm. trying to be really positive and then he says like well what do you suggest like mm-hmm. if we if you're not going to listen to me essentially she says that essentially we'll enjoy this week as much as we can and i'm going to leave without saying goodbye because i can't do goodbyes he tells her that you have to do better than that and i i expect notes on friday is what she says back to him so or sorry that's what charlie says to her um everybody's busy busy they're getting ready for the grand reopening and the ball of good books and there's a new sign that libby has put in the window that says make good choices buy good books hell yeah that's a great slogan yeah so she's applying to the job um the editing job and she keeps finding herself daydreaming about the future (laughs) and then she's wondering if this if sunshine falls really did transform her but not in the way that maybe Libby expected not the flannel wearing pigtail wearing woman that maybe Libby thought mm-hmm. um Charlie and Nora talk about more about the future and she's like you you had mentioned that she's going to be busy with Libby the new job but Charlie's still insistent on them continuing some sort of long distance relationship um it's now Friday, the day of the ball, and she's just watching Libby's family interacting, and she starts crying <laughs> in front of them, and Libby is taken aback and literally says, what the hell are you crying? Because <laughs> it's so shocking. It's shocking. And then she's like, you love Brandon. <laughs> and like Libby and Nora's like, yeah, I do. I love every like she's this place. Yeah, it's really made her be in touch with her emotions, which I think is a good thing. Mm-hmm. She's just obviously sad that she's going to be losing Libby. And Libby reassures her that when they look up at the sky um, in the night, that they are looking at the same stars together <gasps> and that they promise to do this once a week. Um, they'll phone each other and they'll look up at the stars and that because they're sisters they are with each other wherever they go um nora also reassures libby that mom will still be with you just because you're leaving the city doesn't mean you're leaving her behind which uh, libby needed to hear that too yeah um and then finally for once since her mother had passed she doesn't dream about her I kind of love just you saying when because she like hugged Brandon mm-hmm. and Libby was like mm-hmm. you love Brandon is that a name Brandon yeah um how funny that she went from like divorce like mm-hmm. we'll get rid of him we'll figure this out yeah. to like she actually loves yes, him right yes, but yes. she's just so on her sister's yes. side that it's like whatever whatever Robert, she needs whatever she needs oh my goodness it's yeah their relationship is special it's super special okay the center of town is looking very hallmark. They swing by good books. So it's Libby and the fam and, mm-hmm. and uh, Nora and Brendan. I guess it should have been the other way around. But anyway, you get it. Um, they swing by good books for Dusty's video conference. And it is apparently like packed in there. To which the is, brim. To the brim. Sardine. Hella exciting. Super exciting. Um, they don't really stay because it's so busy there. 
the day is beautiful and Nora can see that Libby will be very happy here um it just sounds lovely like Mm -hmm. they just had a really great day Mm -hmm. people are dancing now it's a little later at night and lo and behold Shepard is there and he approaches Nora Hmm. she tells him she's sorry if she misled him and he's a great guy and he says to her, just not your kind of great guy, which is a very interesting mm-hmm. thing to say to someone. Mm-hmm. He must have, like, thought maybe there could be something. Maybe. Right? Yeah. He must have, like, I would assume. Uh, yeah. And Nora's like, no. And then Charlie arrives, so it's perfect. Um, and he brought her over a flannel because it was getting a little cold. Mm-hmm. And we find out that he actually brought both Nora and Libby both a flannel because it was on their list. It's so cute. I know. He's so thoughtful. That's so cute. I love a thoughtful person. Yes. You'd do something like that, too. You I don't you're know. Thoughtful. I'm not thoughtful. You'd do that. No. You're thoughtful. No. Um, he invites Nora to dance. She's like, you dance? He's like, anything to touch you. It was really cute. Oh, they're so in love. I know. Um, she imagines a future where they share an apartment and everything is beautiful, but then she imagines what she knows or rather thinks, is more likely, and it's missed calls and cancels pla- canceled plans and being sad, being apart from one another. Mm-hmm. Um, she tells him that a week ago she thought she'd try to make this work, but now she loves him too much for that. Essentially, she, like, thinks it's going to hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, of course I love you, Nora. <laughs> and I have a crying, crying emoji. I guess I teared up then. Yeah. Um, they have a moment, and just as Nora, uh, and just as Nora had requested, he doesn't say goodbye, and neither does she. And he kisses her and leaves. Nora heads home. She's like emotionally done. And Clint is sitting on a bench, and he asks Nora if she's taking off, and scares the shit out of her because she didn't see him there. Lurking in the shadows. Lurking in the shadows. Clint is Charlie's dad. Yes. Yeah. Also, I wanted to say, uh, re-listening to last week's episode, I had said that Clint was not um, Charlie's real dad, and what I should have said was biological father. Oh, okay. So I do understand the difference between that, and I think it was a little insensitive of me to... um, because it is his real dad, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. Anyway. It is his real dad. Yes. You know what I'm trying to say. Yes. I didn't mean it maliciously for anybody. Okay. But that is something Thank that you. I would like to be more yes. cautious about. I was just so stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, so they have a little chat and he says that he feels like um, he's failing Charlie. I mean, it didn't just automatically start like this. They were chatting. But it's this interesting thing where they're both feeling the same thing. And he says that Charlie shouldn't be here. And he tells her that he thinks his son has spent his whole life being lonely, but the last couple weeks were different because Nora was there. Um, Clint used to read books that Charlie had read and loved so that... I know, so that they'd have something to talk about, which is just, like, the sweetest thing. Like, he'd ask him what what book he had read that he enjoyed most mm-hmm. lately and then he'd just read it so they could tell that's so sweet they're so it's so it's like one of the most flattering things when you recommend a book to someone and they read it and then you can talk about it mm-hmm. like it's so yeah it's just great yeah um 
He says it was like he was living at half volume before Clint and Sally saw Charlie in New York. So once they saw him in New York, they knew that that's he was happy and he could finally be himself. Um, Nora pretty much tells Clint that he's wrong for making Charlie feel unwelcome here and that if they just let him help, he would be so pleased, which is fair mm-hmm. um and then she walks away <laughs> yeah yeah so she's just standing up for Charlie. him right yes yeah but it is interesting to have that backstory about mm-hmm. clint we know that he doesn't not want charlie there he just wants charlie to be happy, happy but yes. nobody's talking about it yes right communication station what is that communication what's that never heard of her <laughs> never heard of her never heard of her um Nora's back in the city now. She had her interview and she tells Libby that they'll be in touch. And of course, Nora being Nora, it's her turn to make the list. And they have a whole list of places that they need to eat, drink, do before Libby leaves in November. Mm, That would be fun. Um, Fast forward. It's now November. And um, they're getting ready to leave. And... They both are like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. And then Nora finally says, this sucks. Like, what? how Libby wanted her to kind of respond mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. which is a nice callback. Mm-hmm. Um, but she knows that it'll be awesome for her and her family. Yeah. She's picturing Libby, like, out in, like, a old prairie-looking yes. dress. Like, like a Little flowy... House on the Prairie. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. She's like... Or Call of the Wind, wind Time. Call the Wind what's that Sound musical music? yeah that one <laughs> call of the wind why is there is there a song about wind in it or something mm, oh so. it's because i'm thinking of wind wind at my back oh okay which is another prairie vibe show oh never but heard the of sound that of one. music is also a prairie vibe yeah. one right well Kay. yeah it's about the war and people and never seen it never <laughs> you've never seen the sound of music no <laughs> Shut up. You haven't seen The Notebook. <laughs> the Sound of Music is more classic than The Notebook. The Notebook is probably better than The Sound of Music. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't know about that. You like The Sound of Music? Yeah. Like 10 out of 10? Well, I think it's just a classic, so it has that like But nostalgia. how much do you like it? I'd probably say like, yeah, 10 out of 10 because it just reminds me of like grandparents and fam. What's better? Grease? Or Sound of Music. Grease. All right, all right, all right. Okay, you're not totally crazy. No. Grease is like 15 out of 10. Love that. Even though film. it's problematic now, but that's okay. Why? You're the one that I want. Oh. Because. It's kind of rapey? I think it's a, no, I think it's a bit like massage. Oh, yes. 100%. Yeah. 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 yeah that's yeah. all. That makes sense. Okay. Um, story checks out. <laughs> they are packing up the U-Haul and they're gone. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, Nora starts ugly crying and she is now past the last threshold that her mom of uh, the sign of a true New Yorker that her mom would say all the time that you're not a true New Yorker until you share your feelings with the city like happiness sadness mm-hmm. just exuberant emotion mm-hmm. um, and then of course the phone rings Ba-ding! typical Nora but this time it's Libby because they just missed each other. <laughs> Wasn't it like seven it minutes It was like later? seven minutes later. Um, she asks her to describe what New York looks like. And Nora says, same old, same old, which makes Libby happy. Um, I did like this. 
um, little part and she's realizing um, what love is and she realizes that love leaves room to grow. There will always be a U-shaped space in my heart that will adapt and grow as you change. <laughs> I really like that. That's so sweet. Yeah. That's very so, sweet. So, yeah. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> oh my goodness. It's December 12th. Yes, it is. Nora is doing the Freeman Books tradition. Mm -hmm. Solo. Yes. She got the editor job, and it sounds like she is fucking loving it. Yes. She's rocking her job. Loving it. Um, She goes to the diner first. She's missing Charlie. Um, she notices that instead of avoiding thinking about him, it feels like remembering a favorite book. Which is fucking adorable mm -hmm. and a odd feeling for Nora. Mm -hmm. She picks up some flowers. Libby texts happy birthday and Nora texts back happy birthday. They're both acknowledging their mom's birthday. Um, she asks if she got her gift yet. And Nora's like, oh, fuck, I didn't realize we were doing gifts. And Libby's like, well, I'm not there, so... Yeah. Um, she goes into Freeman books. She's remembering past visits with her mom and Libby. She remembers a man who tried to expose himself to Libby and her in the bookstore. And Nora just looked at him and firmly said no. And he stopped. And I feel like that is the moment that she became <laughs> Nora. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> That would actually be the best. I feel like that's what I would say to somebody who I just didn't know what to say. I'd just be like, no. <laughs> I feel like I'd probably be like, oh, uh, <laughs> I think I'd just be like, no. I no. think I don't know what I'd say. I'd just no. yell no. Yeah, like a, like like a, dog, a dog. dog. No. <laughs> no. Put no. that away. Put, Put that away. away. Drop it. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like a you don't realize until that moment that it's like a um, lizard losing its tail oh, when they're no. scared. Oh, just no. <laughs> I would love that. Drop it. <laughs> a child disciplining you and you lose your penis. <gasps> Fuck. People are fucking weird. The yeah. worst part is, is that, that I could actually see oh, that yes. happening in real life. Oh, yeah. 100%. Okay. So she's not paying attention to anyone in the store. She reaches for a book and someone else is reaching for the book at the same time. And she's like, ugh. Not this. Not You're this. You have to get into a confrontation Over with somebody. Over this book. Yeah. yeah. But guess what? It's Charlie. It? It's Charlie! <laughs> and she looks at him and she says, you're my gift? And he says, in a way. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god. Oh, so this is the best. Mm -hmm. I wondered if this would happen, but I didn't think it would because it's kind of like I don't know. Mm -hmm. I I did have a sneaking suspicion, but I thought that it was too good to be true. Yes, yeah. Do you know same. What I mean? Same. I was it, it kept me guessing to the end, which yes. I liked. But we yes. can talk about that, yeah. Um so, turns out there's a new manager at Good Books, and it is Libby. Hell yes, it is! Mm -hmm. Go, Libby! Clint, Sally, and Libby brought a PowerPoint presentation yes. to explain to yes. Charlie yes. why yes. she needed yes. to yes. be a manager yes. Yes. of Good Books. There is also a list involved in that presentation, and it was titled, 12 Steps to Reunite, to reunite Soulmates. <gasps> I love it so it's much. It's amazing. Um, Nora says to Charlie, you said... This got me. I got another crying emoji. 
She says, you said your mom would never let someone outside the family run the store. And he says, I think she's hopeful Libby won't be outside of the family forever. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so cute. It's so cute. (laughs) He's just like implying and it's adorable. Um, He paints a picture for her. He comes back to New York. They visit Sunshine Falls together. His parents will love Libby's kids as if they are their own grandchildren. They get to go out to dinner every night and love being city people together. And he gets to love on her forever. And she kisses him. And I wrote, which is not a word I use often, epic. It was epic. It was good. That's good. And she says she loves him too. Because obviously he must say he loves her. And he says... I know. I can read you like a book. So many feelings. So many. Like teary-eyed, happy feelings. Yes. Yeah. Good. I and like that. As we always love, an epilogue with a good ending. An epilogue with a good ending. So it's six months later, and the shop is all decorated. And I also I love that Libby still has the pink hair. Like yeah. she's like keeping the pink hair. Um, so we're speculating what they could be celebrating because. Like I just mentioned, Libby has the store all decked out. Mm-hmm. Um, perhaps it could be um, Brendan's first catch in the f- because he finally caught something in the catch and release Woo! club. It was a bra, but nonetheless, <laughs> his first catch was it Libby's bra? I wonder. <laughs> was it Nora's from when they were? Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah. Nora's bra. Yeah. 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 Oh, maybe. <laughs> um, or perhaps it's um, Clint's retirement or sally's painting or their first profitable month at the bookstore in over eight years that's exciting or maybe it's even charlie accepting a job offer or an engagement (gasps) because in his pocket is an empty box of course it is because Nora will pick her own ring which i love that he knows that i'm gonna die um she had even been writing a pros and cons list about this. Pro, under pro, one one pro is Charlie. Con, jewelry that I didn't pick. <laughs> or maybe it's for the a release party for Dusty's new book. Who knows? Um, and they start a, I think it must be another video, con- or no, sorry, Dusty's there. Is she? Yes, she's toasting. And she is saying that this book is for anyone who wants it all. May you find something that is more than enough. The end. <gasps> I fucking love that he's going to let her pick out her own I ring. Like he knows her so yes, much that he's like, just going to propose with an empty, empty box. box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yes. So that was good. Yeah. That and then you part. read the little end part. Yeah. Actually, I did read that because I was remembering that she was going to call it city people city people yes yeah there was just at the end of the version that we have Mm -hmm. is that yeah it was just nice that she realizes like she loves hallmark movies but knows that it's the author yeah the author sorry um had just mentioned that she loves hallmark movies and watches them literally all the time obsessed with them and knows like the formula to them and so she realizes the whole time like as she's writing and you could tell by the way she wrote the book that she knows that romance is ridiculous yeah but yeah oh it was such a good book mm-hmm. and honestly i am pleasantly surprised babes yes i never never would have picked that up on my own mm-hmm. i would never, never have never literally yeah. i would have scoffed at it yeah Ugh. book lovers Ugh. Uh, Romance. with that cover yeah Ugh, one yeah. of those yeah 
No, that Turns was a out, good freaking book. It was a goodie. I loved it. It was good. Okay. What do you rate it? I'm going to say four and a half. Oh, what do I rate it? I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I think I would say the same. Yeah. I would yeah. say the same. For what it was, I was pleasantly surprised. Yes. It's not like it was a thought-provoking novel. No. But no. it made you feel good. Yes. And I just fucking loved their banter. Yes. Yes. It was so on point. Yes. The writing was really good. And the cool thing about their banter, too, was that it was very readable. Mm-hmm. Like, you weren't confused or sometimes there's weird like correspondence in books where you don't quite get it or it's not quite written like smoothly so it just feels like not real Mm -hmm. but that felt like they could actually be having a conversation like that would be a cute movie yeah a cute hallmark movie oh shit oh dang oh shit no that would be cute or like a cute little series or something like that yeah something yeah yeah i know i like that and i liked um I really like the dynamic between like all of the characters. Really, yes, they all had yeah. their they they literally all had a role, which was mm-hmm. nice, except for the principal. But yeah, that was just to make. Well, she oh, took no! over while while um, Libby was on maternity leave. Right. Yeah. True. True. Mrs. Mrs. Schroeder. True. Mrs. Schroeder. Yeah, and she did also. Wasn't she the one with that gave Charlie the book? oh yeah into a writer so yeah every single character had like a really solid purpose yes yes which is cool yeah you don't get that often no no i liked i really liked the book and i really liked it seemed like it was it is far-fetched a bit but i did like at the end how it kept you i didn't think that her and charlie i thought it was just gonna be like a unrequited love like oh like you thought it was just gonna end i thought it was just gonna yeah. be like i love him and he they think about me. each other or maybe the end chapter would have been from charlie's perspective or something oh, like true. that but like and it was on the 12th yes too. yes like, yeah the, that the, her and Libby are so cute mm-hmm. together yes it was a good book it was good yeah. all right cool all right well I'll read the next, next book see you next time see you See ya. This is the podcast that never ends. It goes on and on, our friends. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.